All right, welcome back to episode 221 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast. 21. This week, we've got a new game, name that actor slash actress. We're going to do NFL power rankings now that we are halfway through the season and obviously give our picks from last week or from this week. Last week, however, we were down 2.75 in college football. Not a surprise. Up 1.08 in NFL, <laughs> making us down 0.51 in NFL. We're right there. You know what? I know we give out picks to obviously win a lot of uh, the media, I should say, like some of the big celebrities and personalities on social media don't win. Through 13 weeks, we are down 13.2 or 12 weeks, we are down 13.25 units. It's a unit a week, so yep. fucking flushing money down the goddamn toilet. Might as well. <laughs> I gotta say though, and again, we don't track it, at least not on here. But through three days, our college <laughs> basketball numbers are looking pretty damn good. They are. They <laughs> so. are. They do be good and good, and like it's hard. It's hard to track on here, and like that's why Travis and I used to do well, yeah. Patreon yeah. back in the day, which by the way was a fucking lot of work. I'm glad we don't do that anymore. Holy shit, that was a lot of work. Um, <laughs> writing up an article every single day for picks. Yep. But if you want to want us to tweet out college basketball picks, but here's a problem. The second we start tweeting them out, they're going to start fucking losing. So <laughs> yeah, we're, exactly. we're just keeping to ourselves, and you guys can do your own goddamn research. How about that? <laughs> well, the thing that we do best on, which is, which is the only yeah. thing we don't cover, is Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday college for <laughs> football picks. Yep. Go bonkers. So, yeah. you know, you can't win everything, but we're going to win. We're going to be up in NFL at least by the end of the year. Don't think it's possible for college. No. Unless we have a week like we had that one week where we literally won like nine units and we were up like – we went from like up a unit uh, barely over and then it went up to almost 10. And then we just slowly lost it all since then, like each week. And like I told Travis this last week, like I'm not even joking – I this Saturday I always do more than what I normally do. I am just betting what we give out in those podcasts because I fucking lose my ass every Saturday, and I'm chasing on Sunday. And usually when you chase on Sundays, it results in bad things that happen there. Like I chased this Sunday, and if I would have just fucking bet what we put out, I would have won money, but I didn't. That's the problem. Yep. You know, always the problem. That kind of it kind of jumps me into I told. Travis, I didn't tell you, Jared, but I have it. Or yes, I did. I'm stupid. Um, I have a, another question for you guys this week. Might as well just call it the uh, real e short question of the week from now on. Um, you guys are talking about bets, talking about bets that lose your ass, talking about bets that win, chasing things like that. Heard this the other day. Thought it was an interesting question. It's a very hard question to answer, but I just want to hear if you have any initial thoughts. Um, if you could only bet one type of bet. For the rest of your life, what would it be? Only Not one sport, one. one type of bet. It can't you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna bet spreads on every sport. I'm talking one sport, one type of bet. That's the only thing you could bet forever. What would you what would you bet on? College basketball parlays. Okay. Is that only because of recency bias? <laughs> it's not. Just... It's not. No, not I mean, remember on your bachelor party, I hit that yeah. big 
college basketball parlay. Like, oh my god, I Travis, forgot about that. Thousands yeah, of dollars hit, on that one. Hit that, <laughs> hit that two thousand dollar college basketball parlay. But Travis and I last year when we were doing that, like that's like, it took us a while. But later in the year, it's like, hey, fuck all these straights. Let's just start picking like <laughs> not huge favorites, but favorites we think are going to win. Throw three or four of them into a parlay, and I've done that since college basketball started this week, and I'm winning every night. So that's exactly what I would do, hands down. Okay. That's tough. Um, the Jared took that. I'm not going to take the same thing and say it. I'll do a newfound love, and it is okay. college football team totals. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Mine, <laughs> mine initially, I'm a big chaser, um, and then I'll let Travis dive into why. Um, but he just made me think about it is the, the, what I would do. Cause I'm a chaser. Just I would any- do anytime touchdown scores, anytime touchdown scores in, in NFL. Cause I love betting those bets and I parlay three or four <clears> of them <throat> together and I lose every time, but they're fun to, to see but that, that happen. But, but that one time you hit, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ethan, like, Ethan like, is like a fucking addict getting his fucking itch back. If Ethan, if, Fucking betting straight bets were a country. Ethan would be kicked out of the country because he cannot do it. <laughs> I, I've done good this week, though. I'm actually up 30 bucks this week because I've only been betting straight bets. And it's, it's changed my life. And I'll probably do straight, it tomorrow night as well. <laughs> straights are the way to go. But the parlays are so much fun. Like I, I, I tell Travis every single week, I'm going to stop betting player prop mm-hmm. parlays. I won't. I, I won't. It's like a bad habit. I can't kick. I say that. I told, told you guys that. Yep. I guarantee you come Sunday morning. I'm going to put all of our straights out that we bet. And I'm like, oh, let me, let me cook up an anytime touchdown score parlay. Let me cook up like a fucking player prop parlay and just let them ride. See what happens. So well, it's to- really not going to be any help because me and Jared are going to be together on Saturday afternoon. So <laughs> that any, any thought that you could have of just doing what we do on the podcast, yeah. might as well go straight down the toilet. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to be fucking shitty too. That's the problem. That's going to be the other well, problem. Um, and I was just going to say, it's, it's always like, you said, Jarrett, like the chance to uh, the one chance to do it. I have won between two and a half to three grand on three separate bets in my lifetime. And yet all time overall, I'm up about $90. If that hey. tells you that it really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter because that's, that's almost nine grand in total bets, <clears throat> one on three bets. And I'm still only up 90 See, bucks all time. When I hit that big giant parlay on your bachelor party, like like lifetime, that took me into the green. I was like up like fifteen hundred dollars lifetime at that point. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yep. Right now I'm up like seventy five. So yeah. there you go. I've lost almost thirteen hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. this year. And, it, and realistically, that's only my FanDuel bets. I've also obviously put money on Bavada way in the past. Now I'm putting stuff on bet online. So realistically, I'm probably down like a couple hundred bucks, but still it's 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 the chance that it hits that one time but then the other 50,000 times that you do it and it doesn't is what it is yep well you know what we're gonna do now after that talk i don't think there's anything we can roll into we gotta get straight into the gamey games (laughs) let's do it and that is our game that we are playing Jarrett came up with it this week we're gonna have to eventually start kind of recycling the games we don't have to find a new one every week because some people might like our old ones but this yeah, week, we will. We'll have to recycle. I need. We need to create a list of what we've done so we can. Because like, I've kind of lost track of what we've done. To be honest with you, be real. Be real we can frank. figure it out. We can okay. figure it out. But this week we are doing name that actor slash actress. One person is going to name three different characters that they play. We have to name the actor and actress. Obviously, we're the goal is to not make it 
too easy. Like if you do fucking, I don't know, Jackie Moon, everyone's going to know who that <laughs> is. Yeah, it's Adam so, Sandler. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Jared, this was his idea, so we will let him kick it off. So here's the thing. I make these <laughs> games, and I I always go into them like to make them semi-easy on you guys, not incredibly hard. Sometimes you guys did, did, did the opposite. So we're we doing where if you guys can't guess the actor, it's a shot. But if you guys do guess the actor, turn around to me, and turn around to the person, guess all three movies or TV shows. Yes. And they have to get the okay, okay. Sounds great. All right, let's do it. My first one, like I said, probably should be easy. Uh, it's Luke Hobbs, Paul Doyle, and Maui. It is Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Dwayne Johnson. It is Dwayne Johnson. Uh, Luke Hobbs is Fast and the Furious franchise. Do yep. you need me to name the exact one or <laughs> no? no he's one of the five. one of the ten. Yeah. Uh, would you say that Paul Doyle? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's got to be the. Is it the? Tooth, it's not the Tooth Fairy, is well, it? Or is it the game Ma- plan? Mm, I I honestly Maui's I obviously Maui is Moana. Moana. Yep. Um, I I think it's the game plan. Is it or is Jack Doyle? Oh, you it is. I'm going game plan. I saw Jared uh, shake his head, so I was very no, was that a no, yes? it's, oh, okay. It's um, incorrect. Is, <laughs> Jack, well, Doyle, is Jack Doyle Jumanji? First of all, you guys are saying it's Paul Doyle and it's Jumanji, oh, sorry. by the way. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji? <laughs> Jumanji? We got it wrong because I already spouted out. Yeah. Well, I was trying to I was trying to think of what he's yeah, been in. It's um, uh it's it's Travis. I don't know if Ethan's seen this movie, but it's a pain and gain. Mm, no, I have not. You said Jumanji. No, I didn't. He said he said Jumanji. I said oh, Jumanji. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you said it was Jumanji. No, 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 no. no, no. But he also he also pronounced it Jumanji. So. Jumanji. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. All and right. Then, we lost. Yeah. That was you, guys <laughs> you guys got it. What? Oh, no, well, we got He's it, but we drinking. lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we, sorry. We lost. I was on literally the, on the reversal. Literally, yeah. Got <laughs> no, yeah. You don't All right. Bad. No. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ready be. <clears throat> Plutarch Heavensby, Art Howe, and Sandy Lyle. Oh, this is uh, Sandy Lyle. Just gave it away. Um, this is fuck. He's the guy who died. Oh my God! Plutarch Heavensby? No, Ethan. Ethan. No, but I'm uh, sorry, but I'm just trying to think. I've heard that name, but what the fuck is that? Sandy Lyle is from. I can't remember the movie now, but it's Rain Dance. That guy. What's his fucking name? He died in his apartment of like a drug overdose. Yeah, come up with the name. You can't stay here for two. Philip. 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that's correct. I will. All right. I will be that guy and say I don't even know who that is. Um, so so so, Sandy <laughs> Lyle is from Along Came Polly. Yes, never seen it. What are the other two ones? Travis? Plutarch Heavensby. I'm not gonna get yes. that one. And Art Howe. Art Howe is uh, Moneyball. Yes. Mm. And Plutarch Heavensby. Fuck, dude. This has got to be like some like animated movie. Is it Horton Hears a Who? It's not. It is The Hunger Games. Oh, oh that's that's why I've heard it before. But I still don't know who Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman is. 
You would if you Googled him. You would if you saw Probably, him. Probably, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he no, is man. the guy who is like uh, – have you watched The Hunger Games? Yes, all three. I've also read all the books. Okay. I'm very proud <clears> of them. <laughs> so he's he's like the guy who gets together the the people from Jennifer Lawrence's district, and he like rides in the train with them. He has white hair. Oh yeah 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 yes yeah, yeah, yes yeah. yes. Okay, okay. your turn. Cool, cool, cool. All right, <laughs> my first one is Peter Parker, Desmond Doss, and Eduardo Saverin. Okay, this so Peter, be... Peter Parker narrows, narrows it down to three people. Yeah, I know who it is. It's uh, Andrew Garfield. It yeah. sure is. Because Eduardo Savern is yep. Eduardo Savern is social network. Yep. Peter and Parker, then, obviously. Do you know Ama- the Doss. Amazing Spider-Man? Desmond Doss. Desmond Doss. It's a very, it's a very big movie that he was in. I'm blank on Andrew Garfield movies here. I knew I Des, I knew the last one was Social Network after you, after you said it. Um, Desmond Doss. Sorry, my big shit movie. Is, I forgot, or I didn't like, know I, I can't even have to say the movie. So no. now I'm trying to load it to make sure I say it right, and it fucking won't load. There we go. I don't know. I can't even guess one that he's in. No, Hack, no. Hacksaw Ridge. Fuck, ah. that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I never movie. saw it, but I wanted to see it. All right. Well, we're Jared? three for three on actors, but over three on movies. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Here we go. Mr. Fantastic, Lee Abbott, and Jim Halpert. You're a bitch. It's fucking. Uh, I had this was one of mine as well. It's um fucking John Krasinski, and then uh, Lee Abbott is from A Quiet Place. Uh. Reed Richards or Mr. Fantastic, either one you want to put it is from fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe or Fantastic Four. Um, and then but he did, from the office, yeah, but the office. but he did not play Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movie, technically. He's right. only so Reed, played- Reed Richards, he played it in um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I'm not taking a shot because I would have got the same exact shit that he, that he did. <laughs> If uh, I actually, to be fair though, I, it wasn't exactly the same. I had Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Lee Abbott, and then I did Jack Ryan because I knew Jim Halpert would give it away because he was also Jack Ryan in Jack, Jack Ryan's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not taking a shot there. So there we go. Wow. That's go. Uh, it's a bummer. Yeah. Is it is weird. what it is. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Tallahassee. Carson Wells and Monix. Oh, Monix. Um, Tallahassee. Tallahassee is the name. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was the second one? Carson Wells. Carson Wells. Carson Wentz. Monix. New Los Angeles Ram. Travis, I'm exactly. so mad at myself. I don't fucking know. Oh, 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 he, it is, um, it is, Monix is from semi-pro, it's Ed Monix, and it, this is, he plays in Zombieland, Ethan, help me out, oh my god, I'm blank on Oh, is it, name. is it, 
Well, it's pro- it may not be him. I can, if you're talking Zombie Land, it's either Woody Harrelson or Woody Harrelson. Um, Woody okay. Harrelson. It's Woody, Woody Harrelson. It is Woody nice. Harrelson. <laughs> so you got the oh, Tallahassee's from Zombie Land. There oh, it is. Yeah. Zombie okay. Yep. <clears throat> and then, and then Carson, Wells. Carson Wells. Carson Wells. You will oh. not get it. You you've it, seen the movies, but it, I know you will not get it. Is it, I have is a question it, though. Is, is it is it White Man Can't Jump? Is that your final answer? Carson Wells. Ah, uh, dude, Ethan, if you have a better answer, I, I don't no, know. I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask Travis though, did you make the jump from uh Philip Seymour Hoffman to Woody Harrelson through the Hunger Games? Were you like IMDBing it and then clicked on his <laughs> name? I'm just curious. We'll I want to know. I was trying to figure out how you got to where you got to. Because I know Woody Harrelson yes. also plays uh fucking What's his face? Hamish. Hamish. I was like, hey, Fitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys couldn't get this last one. It is No Country for Old Men. Fuck. Mm, great he movie. He is the detective. The cop. Movie that I've actually seen. Yeah, I know. Great movie. God damn it. I kind of want to. I'm going to. I'm going to do mine next like I would have. But then while you guys kind of go through yours and I'll still listen, I'm going to try to find a third one since Jared had the same one. Okay. Um, But <clears throat> I will jump into what my last one would have been then. And it is going to be Jack Dawson, Calvin Candy, and Frank Abagnale. No, none of those guys. Yeah, I'm fucked. Jack Dawson, Calvin Candy, Frank Abagnale. Hold on, hold on. Like no, 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 no. This is Leonardo DiCaprio. It is Leonardo DiCaprio. Which Frank one gave Abagnale. it away? Jack Dawson's Titanic. Titanic. Mm-hmm. Frank Frank Abagnale is um, Catch Me If You Can. Yep. Uh, and what's what's the middle one? Calvin Candy. That's the one. That's, dude, we're, we're we're one short every single time. <laughs> I do not know that one. In the slide, is it Basketball Diaries? No, no. Travis, I'll give you. I'll give you a, a guess. Calvin Candy. Um, not the Revenant, but I'll guess the Revenant. This is a good guess. Um, it is Django Unchained. I I didn't think it would be Django Unchained. God damn, Mr. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. But all right, I, I'm I'm glad you got there though, because I was hoping the names would throw you off. Because though they're very prominent characters of his, the names are just super average Joe names. Fucking yeah, they wasn't thinking Jack Dawson. <laughs> yeah, all right, Jack Dawson, Jared. You know, some kind of like CIA agent. All right, my last one. We got Tatiana Darcy, Emily Bennett, and April Ludgate. Oh, April Ludgate is, dude. I that's the only name that stuck out to me there, and I can't think of of what it's in. It, she's Ludgate. from it's from Parks and Rec. Yes. Oh my God! Uh, it's fucking. Uh, it's the fucking gothy girl who's now she just hosted snl last year and i can't why can't i think of her name (laughs) fucking april ludgate what was the other two tatiana darcy and emily bennett i know her name too bennett I'm just trying to guess. Aubrey the Plaza. Name, yeah. Yes, yes, there yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so mad. It was so we I already my tongue the whole time. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know the other two, though. Yeah, April Ludgate is the only one I knew the name of. So, 
Tatiana Darcy is from Mike and Dave need what need need wedding dates. Um, and then Emily Bennett is from Emily the Criminal, that new Netflix movie that came out this past year where she's like the main character. So gotcha. nice, nice, that's nice, what I'm nice. saying. Like like these last two I gave you, like they're kind of yeah. hard except for the last person. So I, right. I almost I knew I knew that that might get you guys. So good job. No last names, so good luck. Oh my god. <laughs> there were nowhere to be found. It is Gail, Beth, and Miri. Uh this is Zach and Miri make a porno. Um, this is um <laughs> fuck, she's in she's in uh Pitch Perfect. Holy shit, bro. I can't I can't. Is she the main name. character in Pitch Perfect? No, no, she's she's one of she's one of the broadcasters. Oh, oh my fuck. God. Mm. I, Gail is from is Gail from 40 Year Virgin when she says you can put I can put, put my put your bike in it. I think that's her. Um Elizabeth Banks. Yes. It is. Nice. It is indeed. Wouldn't have got it. <clears throat> Wouldn't have got so it. So which one's um, Gail from? For your virgin. Okay. I will do a half a shot, but you got the movies mixed around. Gail is from Pitch Perfect. Beth is from <laughs> Four Year Old Virgin. Gotcha. And okay. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. I think I've got my last one. Like I said, I had to look up some. Some shit. Um, also, go ahead. My my clue had one common factor of all mine. They were all in the Hunger Games. Yes, yeah, she was. She was in the Hunger Games. You're right. She was like nice. the, the sponsor or whatever. <laughs> yes. Nice. Makes me want to go back and watch those movies. Me and Carly like watched the first one like years ago. We're very good watch movies. them all. I never did. They are. All right. Books too. Right. Yep. Mine is also um, going to be one name. Okay. I got to find the last name because there it is. Nope. Not that one. Cause that would give it away immediately. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to do this on the fly and I lost the last name. The first two though are, Tonto, and then Johnny you got. Tech. God damn it! I was hoping that you guys wouldn't have seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then I guess I guess I'm not going to do a third one then because I was <laughs> trying to find an actor on the fly, and the first person that came to my brain was Johnny Depp. I was going to do Gilbert um, from What's Eating What's Gilbert Grape. We yeah. I would have got that too. <laughs> yep. So um, right, guess, good one. So you can do a Johnny shot Depp here, pussy boy. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Hey, I'm sorry that you took my. Oh, it was the third yeah. one. Um. Fucking Grindelwald. No. Don't you know Grindelwald? Grindelwald. What are you saying? Is that is that from <laughs> what, Fantastic Beasts? Pan or Pan? Yeah. It oh, was Grindelwald and Fantastic Beasts. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Stick taps. All right. I was really hoping I could okay. find some well, more obscure characters of his, but I guess not. Oh well. No, you can do it. Well, it is. All right, so let's move on into our 
NFL power rankings, which are going to look vastly different from the first round when we did them. I think so. Or yeah. the first quarter when we did them. Now we are halfway through the season. I'm trying to pull up at least somewhat of a comparison, but my computer wants to be a little fuck. Let me see if I can. Oh, I don't think I had. I don't think I saved them week four. Yeah, week five. Either. Yeah. Yeah, I swear. Computer bipolar anytime I want to try to do something. <clears throat> so we'll go from last to first, just like we did last time. Yep. Um, and you've got to. So. Pick. So you leave it up um, to that person. We're do consensus. You said we're not doing consensus. No, we're just gonna go round, no, round, back round. and forth. Okay. Okay. No, I was just I was just making sure. I was gonna say though, um, before we get started, a lot of my power rankings obviously are based on recent play, but also kind of projections from things that happened at the trade deadline, things that happened with you know coaching changes, yeah. stuff like that. So that it's a little obviously, bit of projection, you gotta, you gotta, but it's you also take the down. take the whole whole body work in too. Yep. Um, who wants to kick it off? Thirty-two. Uh, I can go for me. It's, I think it doesn't change. Are you sure? Cause I, I have the air. Well, I don't know what we had 32. I had the Arizona Cardinals. They lost their only competent quarterback that they had. We don't know what Kyler Murray is going to look like coming back. Um, they've just Better looked abysmal jobs. on. Well, we don't know that though. After yeah. the dude's a runner and he's got a, he had a leg injury or what was an ACL. So, and plus, um, the, the, the new Call of Duty drops in like two days. So <laughs> it sure does. Um, the reason I have them at 32 is because of the loss of their quarterback. They don't know what Kyler's going to look like. And they just look abysmal on both sides of the ball. Like they're getting ran over week in and week out. So that, that was the biggest reason for me. Carolina was a close second, if that's who you're thinking of. But Carolina's got to be 31. Yeah. Carolina is. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. very, very close one, too, there. Um, okay, cool. I'm not when, when you harp on it. I'll go to 30. For me, 30 is got to be the Chicago Bears. Um, they Justin Fields is probably not going to play the rest of the year. This badging kid had a one flash in the pan. That's it. So, I mean, I don't know really what else, what, what, I, what I have to have to say there. So, I thought Justin Fields was going to come back not this week, but next week. They, I think that they want him to. I thought he was going to come back this week, and then they ruled him out on yesterday, I think. So, Tuesday. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised they shut him down. But you flip flop this team and the next team, so hopefully yeah. you have it. Probably, well, I may not have it, but I have the New England. Team. Seems arguably, arguably with this team, uh, with the quarterback the current have, might be fucking thirty third. Throw an XFL well, team ahead. Fair. If if you want to take the New York Giants here, I wouldn't complain. I have I have them back to back, the Patriots and the Giants. So uh, the Patriots go, are still go Giants. Just because the quarterback situation, yeah. I mean, yeah, they got Patriots Tommy DeVito running games. around. Trying to lead that team for the rest of the year, and Patriots are still competing. Yeah, I agree. So going Giants at twenty nine, Travis is going to go Patriots at twenty eight. That means me at twenty seven. I'm. I I I think again same same thing right here. I think you have to go Rams just because of their quarterback situation. Is Matt ever going to come back? They have. They have to. They just sent Carson Wentz, who probably won't play this week. Do I think they can win with Carson Wentz? Win some games, sure, but right now it's just kind of like, what the fuck is this team? You have two of the most talented receivers in the game. Yep. What are we doing here? Okay. Ethan? I had 
after the Rams, my very own Green Bay Packers. Um, the only reason I had them above the Rams is because of the head-to-head, and I know that even then that was with a backup quarterback. Um, but the Packers just have have disappointed ever since. I mean, the, the last time we did these rankings, the Packers were, I think, two and three or two and two, two and two probably. So, like, seemed like they, they had a chance. Now there's just no chance that they're competing for anything this year. Um quarterback play has been bad their defense has been banged up they traded away some defensive pieces and the receivers just I, I just feel like they haven't gotten anything together so um and the re- only reason I have them here and not even a little bit higher is also because of head-to-heads of people right in front of them that we might talk about here soon <clears throat> okay well at 25 I have the not even the three and five team I have the Atlanta Falcons uh the quarter, the coach is an idiot. Um, they they don't know what they're doing at the quarterback position. Everyone wants to say that they have all these talent pieces in Drake London and B. John Robinson and Kyle Pitts, but uh, you can't do anything with those if you have no quarterback, no head coach. And God, we don't even know if they're going to turn out to be talentable, like talented pieces. Bijan could be talented. good. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, uh, I've hated him since day one. I don't think he's very good. And Drake London is very hit or miss. I. The Falcons just lost to a guy who got into town three days. He was going through cadences on the sidelines before the game started, and they lost. Before the game started, before he went in, it was a, it was fucking. He's going to go in. He's going over for him. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, so that was that was that was twenty five for you, right? Yeah. Yep. Twenty four. I have. I don't. Even, I don't have a three and five team here. Twenty four either. I have another four and five team. I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yep. I eight no. Aiden O'Connell is your quarterback right now. I think their their win last week. People are going to hype them up more than they should be. Teams, I think I, I want to know a stat on this. Someone could ever pull it, but I don't know teams after they fire a head coach midseason, their record the next week because everyone rallies around the new coach. It's a something to play for, and then after that they just fucking fall off the cliff. And I think that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen to Vegas. Yeah, no, I, I literally had them right here as well. Um, well, technically, I had them one up because I had them after the Packers. Um, but I don't hate putting the Falcons where you put them. Um, quarterback questions, all that fun stuff. Next, um, this might be a controver- controversial one for you oh, no. all. but I Say the number. Say the number. We have to start saying the number. So I, I 23. Say we go, oh, 23. 23. Yep. At 23, it might be a little controversial just because of their recent play, but I still have the Broncos. I just I could not put them higher. I think they won their Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. Um, and that's going to be needed. about as good as it gets. Yep. So I have them right here. I, I couldn't, I couldn't put them higher than anybody else. Fair enough. I have two teams that are interchangeable at 22 and 21, but I'm going to go with the team that I think is worse based on flash in the pan quarterback play. For his first week, I'm going to go to the Tennessee Titans here at 22. I have yep. them there <clears> as well. Yep. We saw what yeah. Will Levis was last week and it was God awful. Yep. So I agree. That's pretty much just about it. That gives me an easy 21 spots, Tampa Bay. Um, I feel like they still can make a run in that division. Um, they just got to, they got to do something offense. I mean, they have the pieces there, um, but yeah. Their offensive line is atrocious. It and is. Rashad White's garbage because yeah. of that. He's not mm-hmm. fantastic to begin with, but he needs something to work with. And Baker gets like two seconds to throw the ball every time. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see who you put here at 20, Ethan, because I don't think you know stuff to go in order of record, but I'm, I'm curious to hear what we have to say. Yeah, well, I mean, so far you guys have had pretty much every single pick that I've had in order, um, so we've agreed on quite a bit of things. 
Um, I have Washington here next, though, only because they traded away a bunch of pieces on the defensive side. So they're clearly not looking to compete. Um, I think they're just trying to let Sam Howell show maybe what he's got for the rest of the year. I think Ron Rivera is gone next year. Um, I think that Sam Howell may not even be their starting quarterback next year. They've got a lot of things they need to figure out, and it's not going to happen this season. Um, so I, I had them next. There are only four, te- four other teams <clears throat> in the NFL with a worse point differential than Washington. Yep. Yep. So, believe it or not. <clears throat> All right. Next for me. Number 19, tough. right? We're starting 19, 18, 18? 19. 19. 19. 19. We are at 19. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there, there's a clear 19 here, in my opinion. I don't know if there is, though. I do. I don't think they're clear, uh, but I will go with the New York Jets. Yeah, I watched them play on Monday night. That's all I needed to see. Um, and again, we've talked about this probably four or five different times. You cannot have a defensive-minded head coach. It just doesn't work. I mean, he's I he. If you want to blame Zach Wilson, you can blame Zach Wilson all you want until you install a game plan that's going to be able to allow him to succeed. They're not going to be good. Yep. I mean, it's as simple I, uh, as that. I watched I watch them play on, on Monday night. It's the first, like, full-blown Jets game I've watched all year uh, outside of that, that opening week. So um, I heard – it's, um, it's the same team. I heard somebody put it really well this morning on my way into work when I was listening to the radio. They are a really bad team with a good defense. That's it. That's And, and a good defense is not going to win you six, seven games by itself. So – um, <clears throat> and they'll probably get six, seven wins because they're already at four and four, and four, four and five, whatever it is. But – uh. Yeah, they're just – I mean, you can't figure shit out on the offensive side of the ball, and Zach Wilson's not getting it done. Um, and your head coach, play calling's not getting it done either. So um, I did have them one higher than this, Again, technically. You, but. you can't you can't blame Zach Wilson. Uh, two is the same quarterback that uh, Adam Gase had. So – Yeah. Or Brian Flores, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And look at him. Yeah, so. exactly. That's what Travis I, – I agree whole, wholeheartedly with that with that. That was 19, so I'm going to go 18. Yep. Um, 18, uh, this is a tough spot for me, but I feel like there's a clear-cut 18 here, and it's Houston. Um, I feel like just because they do have a rookie quarterback, kind of the same thing that Travis said, you have, do you have a defensive-minded head coach? I think the reason why they are so good is because C.J. Shroud is absolutely balling out right now. Um, but I look at the other teams that are in front of them, I just can't put them higher than any other teams that I'm looking at. You could maybe argue one other team that could go here because of uh, – a question mark at the quarterback position. But if I'm looking at the AFC versus the, the NFC is the other team I'm thinking about AFC is much tougher. And I just think they're going to have a, a, have a tougher road ahead of them. So that's why I have Houston at 18. I mean, they lost to our, to our 30, to our 31st ranked team. So. Yeah. I hear you. I, I had them at 14, but I, oh my God. I trending up. I'm sorry. They're, they're trend, trend, the, my thing is I was talking about trends and, it's not necessarily who they've beaten, though. They just looked a lot better. They've looked a little more put together on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we see what C.J. Shroud's doing as a rookie. You talked about a rookie quarterback, but the dude is setting records as a rookie quarterback. Um, so that's just why. there. And there are some teams here that I think if you head-to-headed them right now, that they would beat. And that's that's why I put them in that order. So, like, I'm next. So I'll go ahead and put the team that I had next, and it was the Indianapolis Colts. And I think that if you put them head to head right now, and we will see them head to head later this year, um, unless they, they already did, they lost. Yeah, yeah, but I think that right now <laughs> they would beat that team. Again, we're talking about right now, like so. That's 
that was my thing. So that's why I had them. But I have the Colts down here. Um, Gardner Minshew has been playing better. Um, they got Jonathan Taylor back, but they're still an average football team, and that's about where we're at in the rankings right now. Okay. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Because um, I was going to say we need to put them sooner rather than later. My next team, a uh, team that I believe is about to just completely fall off the uh, the wagon, start losing its wheels, the Minnesota Vikings. What number are we at now? 16. 16. <clears throat> Josh Jobs came in. Yes, he got the win, again, against the bad Falcons team. They were having some struggles beforehand. He is not better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, they're going to – they'll win some games here and there. They'll probably be competitive in a good portion of their games, but they are not going to be a top half of the league football team, and that's right where we're at, is right at the bottom half. They're starting so, off – you got Tier 1, Tier 2. They're the very top of Tier 2. So yep. I I had Minnesota behind Houston for the reason that I mentioned earlier, and that if they – Played head to head right now. I think Houston beats them, so I don't mind that at all. Because I, I, I guess we took it a different way. I'm looking at like what the rest of the season is going to look like. I think Minnesota has a lot more winnable games, and a lot better chance to make the playoffs than what Houston does in the AFC. There, I was looking a That's lot more like on who if they played each other. That's kind of how yeah. I was looking at it. But so we are going to 15 here for me. Yep. Um, this makes it. This might surprise a lot of people. I have Seattle at 15. I have Seattle 15. The way they've been playing. You have is, them under the Saints? I do. I think the Saints have, have actually turned the corner a little bit. We don't talk about like Saints started out started out the year very, very slow. They've they've put it together the last couple of weeks, won some games, trending in the right direction. You know, you look at Seattle, they just got absolutely fucking obliterated by the Ravens. They scored three points. And then before that, they barely beat a Browns team without Deshaun Watson. And I, I just – I can't sit here and say the Seahawks are going to be – I mean, and if we look at their schedule, they have to play the Rams, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Eagles. Like, they have some tough games ahead of them. I think they're going to be have a losing record, you know, come Christmas Day, in my opinion. I don't hate the thought process, but I do think I do think there's a few teams that belong below them. That's, that's that would, but But that's – I mean, your take is – you, you guys are the biggest it. fucking um, – oh, we just lost oh. Travis. You guys are <laughs> – He was so pissed. He was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> you guys are the biggest fucking – I can't – Geno Smith haters. And now you're going to oh, yeah. sit here no. and say I'm – Oh, I'm not telling you they belong much higher. I had them at uh, 12 just for, like, comparisons, only three spots ahead. And that's 12 because – 12 15, yeah. Yeah, these, these three teams that I have here, um, which I guess I'm next, so I'll just tell you one of them um, – it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are by far exceeding their expectations at five and three with um, just some abysmal play all around. Their defense is not the defense that they used to be. Um, there's still a lot of question marks around Kenny Pickett, though he has not been playing horrible. Um, there's still a lot of question marks around that QB play. I think that Seattle has a better team than Pittsburgh does. Um, which is why I had them here next. Um, but I will give you that. I still, I'm a big Geno Smith hater, and I hope somehow, some way, Drew Locke starts that team for the rest of the season, and we see a just a turnaround in that team. But it's not going to happen. We, one can never going to happen. Um, and this is a team who has made it insanely too far 
in this power rankings, and it's the, the New Orleans Saints. Jesus yeah, Christ. They, were next God, they should not be at 13 <laughs> under any circumstance should this team be at 13. Uh, they they squeaked out a win against the Bears at home. I say squeaked out. It was fairly close. Yes, they beat the Colts, um, but they lost to the Texans, the Jags, the Bucks, the Packers. I mean, this isn't a good football team. I don't care what you say. Definitely not, you know, vying for a playoff spot in my eyes. I mean, but you say that, but you look at their schedule. They got the Falcons, the Lions, the Panthers, the Giants, the Rams. Who knows what they're going to be like, the Bucks and the Falcons again. I think this is a team that will make the playoffs, in my opinion. Because of the division that they're in, yes. Yep. I, I don't know if they'll if the Falcons or the Bucks, and we know the um, Panthers aren't making it. So if you had to give me between the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Saints at this point, I'd probably say Saints. But I do hear you that maybe they shouldn't be 13. I had them at 17, um, but I also had Houston. It's also, higher, so. I say, if you're going to say they're going to make the playoffs, how many teams make the playoffs? 14. 14. There you go, right and there. They are and they are in probably the easiest division ever. Yeah. You could argue that over half of the AFC would beat them. Yeah. So I hear. All right. So you had the Saints at 13. I think I'm going to have to put this team next. I mean, this this is a clear next at at, at 12. It's it's the Cleveland Browns. Um, Yes, they have a stellar defense, but they can't do shit on offense. And that's that's all I got to say about that. I mean, yeah, and they haven't proven it yet. And then if they write the ship, they could have a very good football team because their defense is so good that if their offense figures it out, they could be one of the better teams in the AFC, but they haven't shown it yet. So I don't hate that. Um, Then my next team, I think you have to put here um, because I don't see them any higher at this point. It's the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Um, though they have turned it around and they have been winning games. They had a pretty convincing win on Monday night. It was also against the jets who we talked about how dog shit they are on offense. Um, and even with as good of a defense as they had, they still let up 27 points while I know that one of those was a special teams touchdown. Um, and they had some short field um, drives, good football team. They are not better than the rest of these, what 10 top 10 teams yeah, that we have 10. left. So their offense just, doesn't do it for me at all. It's just, it's always questionable. They're very, I feel like one dimensional with you. You got Keenan Allen and you've got Austin Eckler and that's about it. Yep. All right. We're going to go with a team where this, this team should cap out here. Uh, I should get zero hate for this. It's the Buffalo bills at number I have nine, at 10. I have them at 10. 10 so. uh, <laughs> they, we're, no, we're, we're at 10 right now. We're at 10. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Saints at 13. Uh-huh. Yep. The Browns at 12. The Chargers at, oh, at 11. Yep, yep, yep sorry. Yep. But either way, I, I have two. 10, no, so. I, I don't know why the Chargers were twice. Yes, the Buffalo Bills at number 10 because that works perfect for me because I was going to say they are probably a top 10 team, but I don't think they beat any other top 10 team right now as we speak of it. This team, if you would have told me that they'd be 5-4, and four, I would be shocked. To I'm say laughing the least. Face. Yeah. I'm laughing in your face. Yes, they have lost to some some good teams. Like they haven't, it's not like they've dropped terrible games. You should say that argue the first game of the year against the Jets was a big killer. Patriots on the road, always a tough place to play. Um, but they just haven't looked good. Josh Allen's looked bad. He's thrown a pick in his last, I think, five or six games. He's leading the uh, league in picks. So 
Their their defense is is falling apart. They're not healthy. They look rough right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't disagree with you. And I'm going to put a team at nine that uh, I don't know how everyone's going to feel this. I'm going to put the Miami Dolphins at nine. Mm, I don't like uh, it. I mean, until they can be a team that's above 500, uh, they would barely crack the top 10, only above the Bills. Only above yeah. the Bills. And it's, it's, yeah. I, I told myself that since September of last year. Yeah. Which that's a stat that's egregious in its own right, which is fine. I understand that. It's not like they've they have also played the last half of last year, the last like six games without their starting quarterback. So I think we need to pump the brakes on that. Took the, took the Bills to the brink in the playoffs, but I'm just saying like I told myself like you can only put Miami just above the Bills, um, and like Travis said, uh, until we can prove that we can. Now we lo- want to look at the Eagles game and look at the the Chiefs game. Those are both games we could have won, and I look at the three losses that we have. It's to the two teams in the Super Bowl last year and then the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo who always beat us there. So I'm taking it with a grain of salt, but I can't put them any higher than nine given where the rest of the teams lie at right now. I think there should be a clear break right here too. My big thing for for the Dolphins is until Tua can show that he can even lead a team, a charge against a good team. I don't know. I mean, they had zero points at halftime of the Chiefs game. Got shut the fuck out against the Bills. It's not. It's not just. It's not just him. It's. I think. It's. I think. Like. It was the entire team. Like Tyreek made bad plays on Sunday. Um, lots of bad holding calls. It's like. It's like a team thing. Because two has done drives against good teams back in the day. He did it against the Chiefs back in twenty twenty one against the Cardinals back when they were good. I think it's that just, third. It, that third down and ten throw from the twenty yard line might have been the worst throw I've ever seen by a professional athlete in my life. <laughs> it was. It was bad. It was pretty bad. Like I, I saw that and I was like, I really hope that that ball just slipped out of his hand because it did. That was a wide open touchdown, wide open. Yeah. And oh, also, I could have made on that the, throw on the snap on the snap that he fumbled on fourth down. Ethan, he had Jalen Waddle up the scene for six. Yep. yep. So nine. Um, Miami Dolphins. No, I think no more I, need to harp on. I think I know what your clear cut is here. I have this team here as well, but I do think there's a team right after this that you could argue also belongs here. Um, but I have the Dallas Cowboys at yes. number eight um, for a reason, similar reasons that you just mentioned. I had the Miami a little bit higher. I will say that, but I think it's because I give them more credit and I think you guys are hard on your team, which is fair um, and justified, but um, Cowboys also haven't really beaten anybody like they, they, I don't, I mean, maybe the chargers you could argue was a good win for this season, but other than that they've lost to the Cardinals. They've lost to all the team, all the good teams, the Eagles, the Niners, um, if you want to call the Niners a good team, they're borderline. Well, I mean, they're a good team, but they're borderline. Great. No, Um, I I hear you saying the Cowboys wins this year are the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, um, the Rams. Yeah. And I'm missing one there somewhere. But, yeah, I I, I totally understand. Chargers, yeah. That's it. Yep. So I see it. So why aren't the Cowboys getting the same amount of hate that that, that, that the Dolphins are getting? Those are the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. Um, next team I have has to go here uh, is the 49ers at seven. Yes. Thank you for reading my mind. You want to talk about not only are the fact that they're falling apart, they've lost their last three games, but before that, you want to talk about who the Cowboys have beaten, who the 49ers have beaten. The Steelers, who we don't have very high, the Rams, the Giants, the Cardinals, and then they did whoop the Cowboys. But since 
They've just yep. laid eggs. They've played, they have scored 17 points in each of their last three games. You can only blame Debo Samuel not being there for too long. At some point, you've got to adapt and adjust. Well, and I think um, this is seven. where we see this is where we see Brock Purdy being Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. And I'm not saying he's played terrible, but he has gotten exposed a little bit. He has kind of shown his colors that he wasn't a top QB pick in his draft class for a reason. It's because he does have flaws and they're showing themselves here. And when he doesn't have all this elite talent around him, like Debo, if if you want to make that argument, then the argument should be that Brock Purdy is only good because of the pieces that he has. Um, And so at some point the the wagon wheels were going to fall off. I think they've started to fall off. And I think that we'll probably continue to see wagon wheel. They're, (laughs) they're gonna, they're going to win games. Obviously, they're at seven for a reason. They're going to make the playoffs, but are they going to be yeah. some elite Super Bowl like bound Super Bowl or bust team? I don't think so. Yeah. So we actually this is awesome because I get to go next, um, and then we have a big power rankings match this weekend because I have the Jaguars at six, and the Jags and Niners play each other this weekend in Jacksonville. Big game. Um, I have the Jags at six, right? I also have the Jags at six. Yes. We're we're on a good Wait, pace here. Am I missing a team? We might be, but they're at six. We're missing a team somewhere. I only have no. four teams left. I'm not, I'm not even looking at Cincy, oh, Detroit, no. KC, Philly, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, I got the Jags at six. Ah, uh, yeah, Jags at six. Um, I forgot about Cincy, but since he's playing some great football as of late, um, so I got the Jags at six just because of kind of the same thing we've talked about, like. Again, you know, they, they, they have some good wins, but I mean, not really. I mean, it's, it's the bills is probably their best one on the schedule in London. Um, but outside of that, you look at the teams that they've beaten again, we got the Colts, we got the Falcons, we got the Colts twice actually. And then the saints and the Steelers, all teams that none of us are very high on so until they get like that statement win. you know, the bills is a statement win, but it was on London. So weird game. We have the bills lower. So, um, Yeah. I got that. I got them at six. All right. There you go. Me at number five. Uh, yep. You could argue this team could be four, but I'm putting them at five and it's the Detroit Lions. Um, they have also shown that they can hang in there and really destroy the bad teams, but the good teams kind of put up a good amount of fight against them. They got blown out by the Ravens in a no contest game that people were picking them to win. They did beat, you could say they are, they beat the Chiefs week one, yada, yada, that's week one, they beat them by a point. Blew a game to the Seahawks at home that they lost outside of that. Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Bucks, Raiders. They have the pieces, I just need to see them beat some good teams. So yeah. now, now, I'm, now I'm seeing this shit, like, I, I, I'm 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 with Ethan, though. I'm totally out, off the Dolphins' hate about having to be a team over 500 because... I'm looking at all these other teams, and they're they're in the same fucking boat. A lot of these teams that we just talked about, these last three or four, have all had like they've won the games they should win, and they've lost games that maybe they could have won but didn't. So yeah. Um, either way, I I can't put this team any higher than um I actually had this team where Travis just put them, but it's Cincinnati. Um, and it's to, it's simply just because of the three teams that are left. Um, Cincinnati has definitely turned a corner since the beginning of their season. I still think that maybe they do have some question marks around um, the way that their offenses looked now that Joe Burrow is seemingly healthy, although he was wearing that heating pad on his calf, kind of looking a little 
a little gimpy last game, but I don't think it hindered him too much. But now that he's healthy, I really think we're going to start to see this team turn the turn the gas on and uh, kind of make a, this, a strong run down the stretch. This is the one where I took from perspective, if you want to go teams who I think would win if they played right now, I think the Bengals beat the Lions. Yeah. 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 There we go. So Bengals at four. I think I have a clear cut team at three here. I hope you guys all agree. It's the Chiefs at yep. three. Um, their offense. Well. Their offense is. I mean, yeah, they're seven and two, but their offense is not what it, what what it once was. Again, talking back, I'm looking back at the game on Sunday. Where if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs on Sunday, what do these power rankings look like? Because that's a game that we very easily could have won. I was not impressed by Travis Kelsey, not impressed by Patrick Mahomes, not impressed by their offensive line. They commit way too many penalties. Um, they do have a good defense. That's one thing I will tell say about them this year is they have a solid defense, um, and I think that's going to take them as far as it, it will, as far as the offense will, will let them take them. Um, but I just need to see more out of the offense to, to rank them higher. That's fair. Uh, my team at two. Uh, I got to do it. I, I hate it personally. And first of all, I hate both these teams we have left. I hate the, <laughs> the top three. I got to go the, the Ravens uh, yep. at two. Uh, this is a team where you get Lamar Jackson in a pressure situation and or in the playoffs, and he can't deliver. That's just it is what it is. Yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> they look good. It's not that they haven't looked bad. The Eagles have looked a little better. You again, you just get Lamar. Ja- Lamar Jackson is not a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts in my mind. Here's where my thing with the Ravens is: is <laughs> like they like we talk about teams who you've beaten. Yeah, their one loss is to the Colts, which is questionable. But I'll say that. I mean, and outside of the the Bengals game and the Steelers, they lost the Steelers too which, again, is questionable. But, I mean, like, recently they've just been fucking beating the brakes off teams. 38-6 to the Lions, 37-3 to the Seahawks. I mean, they're playing great football. But I I, I told this to my father-in-law because he's, like, freaking out about the Dolphins. And I'm like, listen, you don't want to be playing your best football in November. And I think the Ravens are playing their best football right now. And, like, to Travis's point, they're going to fall off. They're going to – Lamar Jackson's going to Lamar Jackson and crumble in a pressure situation, and they're probably playing mediocre football into December, into January, and, and get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. I can definitely see that happening. For sure. So that leaves us – oh, God damn it. Here's my phone. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really not much to talk about at number one. I had I had either of these teams at number one with the Ravens and Eagles because I it was to Jared's point of, like, the Ravens were just – beating the brakes off of people recently and it, and it seemed like they were just winning with ease like it wasn't even a competition even in close games but the eagles are still the eagles um and, and t- until they aren't anymore like they just beat a very good cowboys team um they beat a good miami team they i feel like they if we want to talk about teams that have played good competition and then won it has been the eagles so far mm-hmm. and so until they prove this otherwise it's kind of hard to not put them in the number one spot I'd rather pluck all my toenails off with a fucking pair of pliers and see the Eagles win football games. I hate that stretch of 95, <laughs> literally Philly and Baltimore, are like an hour apart. And it's the fucking worst area of the country. Duck. <laughs> Duck. Yeah. Duck. What you do? Shit. What was that? <laughs> all right. Well, there's our NFL power rankings. Uh, we'll put them out for you guys if you want to see them visually. I'll try to do so this week because it feels like we're going to get some cooler weather. Fingers crossed for the next couple days. Um, 
let's roll in to our picks for the week. All right, it's college football week 11. That's insane. That is insane. Uh, down 12 and a half units. Uh, my season's totally already over. We got to go. We got to <laughs> pick it up this week. I've got I've got a couple banger picks this week for college football. Um, I think I do too. I'm going to start it off. We always say that every week. Yeah, and then we're going to lose all of them, but it's fine. Con- okay. Continue. <laughs> but this is a this is a one where I'm going to leave it up to choice. We can agree. Okay. I have two picks in the same game, or two picks that I like in the same game, but I want your guys' opinions on them. Because okay. Michigan at Penn State. Saturday at 11 there. I already think I know where you're going, and I already love it. Keep going. <clears throat> Michigan's four-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. I think that Penn State, and this is going to allude to my first pick right away, I think Penn State is a little bit of a fraud. They couldn't get the ball moving against Ohio State whatsoever. And then they followed up the next week by – being tied with Indiana with two minutes left in the game and then pulled away late. I think Drew Aller is going to struggle against this Michigan team who have undoubtedly the best defense in the nation. Maybe one of the best defenses we've seen in this past decade. Uh, Penn State also has very good defense. We got number one and number three in points allowed. Going toe-to-toe, but I think Michigan's slightly better on both sides of the ball. My number one pick is Michigan minus four and a half. Okay. My number two pick is a team total. The highest point total Michigan has allowed all season was this past weekend, 13 points. They had a lot of controversy around them. I think it would have looked a little bit of sus, and they got a lot of backfire by only letting up like three points to Purdue. Let up 13. I know they haven't played any great teams yet, but Penn State hasn't impressed me either. Like I just said, they put up 12 points on Ohio State. Michigan allows four points less per game than Ohio State does. Penn State team total under 20 and a half. But you got it at yeah. 20, even better. I saw it at 19. That's, that was my pick. So that's 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 the bet. You test up four and a half out the window because I can I could see this in a in a world because Penn State also has a semi decent defense. I could see this being like a like a 24 to like thir- 24, 24 20. That's not that doesn't cover the four and a half. I know, uh, but I'm saying that's that's where oh, I could see it coming in a factor. Yeah. Well, my thing is, twenty seventeen. Yeah. So my my big thing is, even if if Penn State isn't frauds and they they win this game, I think this game could be like seventeen to ten. Like I I really do. So that that was my first pick. Was the team was Penn State's team total under? It was nineteen and a half when I saw it. If you got it at twenty and a half, even better. Um, I I was Ethan's first pick. I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> no, I love it. I actually like that because I was looking at this game and all the numbers told me to lean Penn State plus four and a half. And I I said that. I said, fuck the numbers and shove them up your ass because that makes no fucking sense to me. I, th- for the same reason that Travis said, they, they're frauds. They can't be good teams. They're like the Miami Dolphins of the of college football. So, um, yeah, and that pains me to say that on the inside. But, yeah, like it. All right. We'll put it on there. I am going to roll in my fr- – I, I have a Friday night game. Um, Friday night, late night sweat. Um, it is UNLV at home versus Wyoming. I like UNLV minus five and a half against Wyoming. 
UNLV is eight and one against the spread. They arguably should be nine and zero oh because they should have probably beaten Fresno State because Travis told us a couple weeks ago that they mm. fucking dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone, just hit off his face mask. What the fuck happened there? Um, and uh, Wyoming's five and four against the spread. I think this is a big spot for UNLV at home. I think they are the better team overall, and the numbers also tell me to lean this way too in terms of like money betting percentage. I'm not going to get into nitty gritty because it's going to change for Friday anyway. Um, but I just like uh, Barry Odom's team minus five and a half. Never thought I'd say that out loud. <laughs> That's the one thing that every time I bet on UNLV and then they fucking flash over to Barry Odom, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> this is what we just did. We bet on <laughs> bet on Barry Odom's team. Um, <clears throat> I want to know Wyoming's. You said they're five and four against the spread. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look at it here. They're their away record against the spread because Wyoming gotcha. is a really good home football team. Yeah, they but are on the road Wyoming. is different because Wyoming's tough place to play. They're two and one against the spread on the road. Um so still decent. But if you want to talk about, you know, recently they got blown out by Boise State 32 to 7 on the road. Got got lost to Air Force by okay. a touchdown. Um, they, fucking, so yeah. they covered 30 and a half on the road against Texas. So yeah, that's it. If you, if you really want to count that, go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, ha- I I looked at this game, but I didn't put it on my card, but I don't hate it at all. I actually like it. So there we go. Ethan, you said your first pick was t- Penn State. Yep. All right. So I'll roll into my second pick, and this might be my favorite pick of the week. It is the game that Ethan will be in attendance at. Nope. I'm, let me go first, because if you take my fucking pick again, this is I'm my favorite pissed. one. I'm not taking it because you're not going to fucking infringe on my favorite picks. Wrong. You're not going to infringe on my favorite picks of a game that I'm going to be at. And it's fucking Indiana plus one. six and a half. So, <laughs> Nope. It's not that. I'll do you one better. Okay. I'll do you one better. All right. So Illinois six and a half point favorites over unders 43 and a half Saturday, 11 a.m. Ethan's alma mater. Half of half of so. I'm back. I'm going back to the grind again. Brennan Soresby, the QB for Indiana, has been pretty damn fine since taking over the helm. He, for Indiana, he started his first game against Rutgers, put up 14. They are the 20th ranked defense in points allowed. Then he put up 24 points against the third best defense in the country, Penn State, then put up 20 against the 24th best points allowed defense in Wisconsin. Illinois ranks 80th in points allowed per game and have allowed over this total in every single game but the FAU game. Indiana, team total over 18 and a half. I I like that a lot. I I had Indiana plus six and a half, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to take a money line um, because Ethan's going to be wearing Illinois gear and fucking rooting for Indiana. Whatever. Sit down, bro. I'm going to go with my gut because I looked at this game because I wanted to bet on it because I'm going to be at it. And initially, I was like, "Ooh, I hope I can find a slant on betting on Illinois this week." And you know, they're four and five. They've they've been up and down, very roller coastery all season. But Indiana outside of all the points that Travis just talked about, they have played some fucking gauntlets of teams this season. They have lost to Louisville, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. They beat on the road, and then they lost to a Maryland team who at the time was undefeated. Like, this team has ran through the ringer, and now you get to play an Illinois team who, 
I'll say this right now because this is if Illinois wins this game, the only reason is because Luke Altmeyer and Luke Altmeyer finds a way to play some of the best football that he's played all year. Because when he plays well, they win games. When he plays like shit, they lose games. And he has been the most up and down quarterback almost in the but NCAA this season. He is also the reason that. I love Indiana hit their team total over because Indiana will be starting a lot of possessions inside the 40 yard line because he's going to throw one to two picks. That's what, that's what I'm saying. He's so up and down that if he has to play like last week, he played a very good game against Minnesota and they barely won. That's why the six and a half was really like stuck out to me because I'm like, I don't know how they're six and a half point favorites in general when you've got um, so many close games from Illinois all season long in games that they've won in games they've lost. They've gotten blown out. So team total over 18 and a half and six and a half. I, I mean, it's, I like that team total. I'm saying if, if, if I'm much, much, if here, more, so. I, I, I like, I like team total because that means I think they can still hit that team total and still fail to cover the spread by seven. Yeah. They could yeah, still be, I, I, you know, it could be, and it if, could be and like 27, 21. 21. And yeah. if Indiana's going to cover the spread, it's not going to be from losing. 17 to 10 or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. 17, 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. Like but that. I like both. Cause I looked at Indiana. I'm like, wait, this, this total is not high. So their team yeah. total has got to be pretty low. I and think, it is. And I, I, like I, I said, know. Illinois has let up 20 plus to every team outside of FAU. Yep. I was, I don't know if like, cause again, I'm not Vegas. I don't, we all know that Vegas is very analytical with the things they said, but it's just weird to me. I feel like they're still hanging on to how good of a season Illinois had last year. Last year. Because it just it just doesn't make sense to me that their favorites, even against an Indiana team that's three and six, we just talked about all the teams that they played. Like, yeah, they're gonna fucking be three and six. They had to play every good team in the Big Ten. Um, so I'm just it just doesn't make sense to me. Their defense isn't as good as it was last year. Their offense is definitely not as good as it was last year. And that was with a Tommy DeVito ran offense, and we just talked about him. So yeah, yeah. All right. He's somehow so Indiana, better than Luke Altmeyer. Yep. Yeah. Indiana over 18 and a half. Like it. Write it down. Um, but also well, sprinkle in Indiana plus six and a half if you'd like. Might might sprinkle in Indiana money line. Fuck. Yeah. There you go. Might as well do it. <laughs> All right. Um, I just you know, I got a bunch of butthole states today for college. Because Watch them win 17 14 Indiana. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd be miserable. Um, my game is on. My next one's on Saturday at 2 30. It is Coastal Carolina at home against Texas State. Give me, I like, I like the Chanticleers money line at plus one ten. Okay, <clears throat> I bet against Texas State last week. Georgia Southern was like my mini lock of the week, and Texas State beat the fucking brakes off them. They slaughtered them. Um, here's the thing with me in this game: Coastal Carolina, a seven two against the spread, three and one at home, four and one as a dog. The spread's one and a half. So obviously take those and just shove up your ass and take the money line here. A big stat in this game that, that really led me to lean Coastal Carolina is turnover margin. Coastal ranks 44th in the country. They have a positive turnover margin. Texas State ranks 106th in the country. They have a negative turnover margin. I think that's, you know, in these like close match games, these one, one-and-a-half-point spread games, turnovers are going to be huge. Like Travis just said, Illinois is going to turn, turn the ball over inside the Indiana 40 until Indiana score. I think we see something similar in this game where Coastal is going to take advantage of those turnovers and win this game at home. Coastal plus 110. <clears throat> okay. 
I have one we could discuss. This isn't to throw it out. No Grayson McCall. Hasn't been cleared to play. Jarrett Guest is even up in the air for Saturday. Okay. So, so we could be on their third string. I'm just I bet Coastal last week. They pulled it out with their third string quarterback, but it was close. We'll keep an eye on it. If it's Jarrett Guest, we can ride with it. If not, we'll toss it. Fair? It, fair. It, even if he makes a card. I mean, we have we have a lot of other picks to go through too. So. That's fair. Because I was looking, I was like, mm, maybe, but I know we bet against Texas State last week. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, my third pick is Saturday at 2.30 as well. Uh, Oklahoma State at UCF. Oklahoma State minus two and a half over under 64 and a half. This line seems weird to me, but Oklahoma State is a much better team. They're on a five-game winning streak. They've beaten two ranked teams in that process, one being OU last weekend. They beat Kansas. UCF, on the other hand, just snapped their five-game losing streak by being a god-awful Cincinnati team. And I'm going to break it down for you this way. In those games, in UCF's five-game losing streak, they've lost to every single one of the teams that Oklahoma State beat on their five-game winning streak. Every single one. I love the number 15 ranked Cowboys here, minus two and a half on the road. I was gonna I'm be just... I was gonna play devil's advocate and say letdown spot, but the with the fact you said that the five teams that Oklahoma State has beaten UCF has Every lost single... to <laughs> by probably pro- probably more than two and a half, probably. Yes. Um, so I like that. I'm just glad you didn't take one of my picks. <laughs> so sounds great to me no i i did look at this oklahoma state game though um ucf is not there's not a good football team this year um give me okay state love it all right on any other points what's your next one my next one is a saturday at one o'clock game weird time i know um it is nc state at wake forest um nc state is a one and a half point favorite, and that is who I am riding with. Um, I'm sorry, NC State. I don't care that they're on the road. Um, Wake Forest has been a, a less than impressive football team this year. NC State, ever since they uh steered away from Brennan Armstrong and now they've got MJ Morris behind the helm, has played some very exciting football. Um, they just beat Miami, and then last week they beat Clemson. Um, I know they took a tough loss to Duke the week before, but in, they've won three of their last four. They're six and three on the season. Um, NC State's big like defining factor for me in this game is that they have a top 35 ranked defense, whereas Wake Forest is outside of the top 60. Um, and if neither of these offenses um, have been overly impressive this year, but I said that NC State with MJ Morris behind the helm has made that offense look a lot better. I think that they um, just outpace Wake Forest throughout the game, and with it only being a one and a half point spread, um, I mean we could even take a money line if we're worried about that point. Um, I think they just get the job done. Okay, you may have just swayed me. Yeah, I feel like every pick that I like of Ethan's that we end up taking, we lose every pick that I'm like <laughs> semi against that it hits. So yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to taking that one at all. <clears throat> after what you just gave me. All right, Jarrett. Me? All right, Saturday, 2.30, New Mexico State at Western Kentucky. Somehow, 
New Mexico State are underdogs in this game, and it's a four and a half point spread, which really intrigued me. I like New Mexico State plus four and a half at Western Kentucky. They're eight and two against the spread. Western Kentucky's four and five. Uh, here's a big one for me. New Mexico State ranks fifth in yards per play. So we talk about, you know, able to push the ball down the field and and and, and get, get those big chunk plays. Western Kentucky on the defense side of the ball, they are 104th in yards per play. Um, so I think New Mexico State's going to be able to chunk some big here. I actually like them a little bit money line. Um, I know it's on the road here, uh, but uh, I, I like I like the Aggies in this one. Okay. Don't hate it. Deep dive. My next one I'm going to toss out. I didn't love it. I did it to kind of put my fourth pick on the board. I'll throw it out there. We don't have to put it on the card. Just for people listening, they might want to take some late-night action. This will be one that we chase while we're watching the USC fights, me and Jarrett. Yep. It is Fresno yep. State money line at San Jose State. They are one-point dogs here against a 4-5 and five San Jose State team, Fresno State, one-loss team. Uh, it's kind of a rat line. Might be a little dangerous. I just love this Fresno State team. I think they're a very good team, very good offense. I know San Jose State has a solid defense, one of the top 20 in the country on the road. That's why I'm choosing not to pick it. I'm just throwing it out there for you all listening. We're not going to put it on there, though. All right. Makes it easy. Um, You may not want to put this one on here either. I was kind of in the same boat of Travis, just like trying to find a, a good enough fourth game um, to pick because I loved my first three. And then I was like, I don't really know what else to pick. I wanted to go Mizzou Moneyline. I stayed away from that because y'all know how I am with, with my I like teams. It. Um, but I, I do, like I do, I do like it, but I, I didn't pick it. But this is what I went with. This is why you may not like it. Um, it is the Saturday 2:30 game. I stayed in the Big Ten. Three of my four games were in the Big Ten. Um, I've got Rutgers at Iowa. I am staying away from the spread here. I am staying away from the over/under. Although the under of 28 and a half sounds very intriguing. Um, I'm going to do the opposite though, because one, I think Rutgers wins this game. I didn't go Rutgers money line. But if they're going to win this game, they're going to score more than 12 and a half points. And I know that's why I said you guys might not lock it because Iowa hasn't even given up more than 10 in the last. Well, they gave up 12 to Minnesota, but um, Rutgers is a pretty good football team this year. They're six and three. Um, they have a pretty dynamic offense. I know Iowa's defense is very good, but I think they can score 13 points and win this game. I really do. With how much I Iowa gets the ball back, too. Yeah, I don't hate it, but of all the team totals we put out there, I like the other ones better. Yeah, well, that's why I said I I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't make the card. I just like I I might yeah. personally bet it just because I I really I might just take Rutgers money line because I really think they win this game. But yeah, so I, it's just yeah. tough because like these games, I mean, they're they're horrible. Oh yeah, you know, I stayed away from the team. I stayed away from the under last week, even though everyone was hammering it. At halftime, I saw zero zero, and this in the in the total live line was thirteen and a half, or yep. whatever the hell it was, and ended up going over yeah. uh and it kind of just spoiled it for me <laughs> so if i didn't do that then i would like to take this but yeah other than that it's just it, it's too terrible i mean Rutgers isn't bad but iowa just knows how to win games by only scoring 11 points yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been so ugly watch it i mean there wasn't a score in that game last week until eight minutes left in the third quarter but I just feel like, and also Rutgers is different than Northwestern, and I think we all know that. But I do hear you. Iowa's defense is just it's it's tough to score on, no matter what. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. This last pick, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't think we, do, we include it on the card. It's, it is intriguing. I'll probably take it. It's Saturday at 6.30, Rice at UTSA. It's a 14.5-point spread. I like Rice plus 14.5 here. They are 5-0 and against the spread as an underdog this season. They played some tough teams very, very close. They have a 5-point loss to SMU a two, and a 2-point loss to Tulane recently. Um, and I don't think UTSA is on the same level as those teams. Yes, UTSA has won five in a row, but they've only covered as a double-digit spread once this year. They are one and three as double-digit favorites Who's this they year. Cover against? Oh, dude, I can't remember. Now you really put them on the spot. Let me, let me what an ECU. <laughs> they, yeah, it was an ECU. They covered against Travis. Uh, UTSA. Temple, yeah, right here. 14, Temple. 14 point favorites and beat him by 15. Exactly. So, and I think that Rice is a better team than Temple. Yeah, I looked, not, I looked at this game too. I almost put it on my card. Um, it, but they're at UTSA, point. correct? They are, they are, they are but, in the but, uh, but, but, but the still Rice. probably one of the most fucking unintimidating places to play in the world. That <laughs> the place Alamo looks Dome. like. Somebody just fucking threw like eight smoke grenades in that place, and they wanted to play a football game. So to put it in perspective, Rice is five and zero underdogs. Um, it's a spread. They're there two and one on the road. Need to know. And but UTSA is one and three at home against the spread. So okay, so let's roll through our card as of right now. Wait, quick Penn question. State. Quick question. Yes. Alamo Dome, Edward Jones Dome. Uh, Edward Jones Dome. Mow them both to the ground. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Honestly, wrecking ball, both of them, both XFL home stadiums. Well, those are XFL championship stadiums because I think the championship game is going to be in St. Louis this year. From what I've heard, why it wasn't the why it wasn't the first year, unbelievable. I I guess we'll never know. All right, go ahead. All right, card Penn State team total under twenty and a half. I think we do one and a half units on it. I like two. We both had we it. You too. Yeah. All right. Oh, and there we go. There we go, too. Yeah, I think UNLV minus five and a half. We do a unit on it at least. We could add mm-hmm. more on the back end. I think Indiana team total over 18 and a half. We do two on it, especially since you liked Indiana plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. That kind of kind of double dips there a little bit. If we think that Indiana most likely won't cover unless they score that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we got... Oklahoma State minus two and a half. I like that one. Two and a half. Unit and a half. Yeah. Uh, I like NC State money line for unit. Sure. Well, so what, what, what's, that, the, what's the value on that? I think it's minus 125. Yeah, that's what it was earlier, at least when I had them at minus one and a half. So. Okay. And then, so that leaves us with what, two and a half units left? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and we've got New Mexico State. New Mexico State. New Mexico State. Right. New Mexico State. Ah, I like them both. Wait, what was half. the spread on New Mexico State? Plus four, four and a half. half. I, I like what the number you... there. Well, I was going to say, what no, if you tease no, them both? No, no, no. Teaser. We're not doing that anymore. Not nope. anymore. I don't think we've hit one all year long in nope. college football. So this is only two <laughs> teams. It's not a four team. Yeah, which is the odds are going to be shit. No, thank you. Yeah, Six the point teaser? A lot, the odds are a lot less. It's not worth it. If you're going to do that, you might as well just do them both separately. And if one, if well, one so here, let's, doesn't break even. let's do this. So let's do 
since we have two and a half units left, let's do let's bump NC State money line up to unit and a half since it's got more juice, and we'll do a unit on, on each of those. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So I'm going to run through our card real quick for you, boys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven total picks. Spread the wealth a little bit this week. Got Penn State team total under 20 and a half for two units. UNLV minus five and a half for one unit. Indiana team total over 18 and a half for two units. Oklahoma State minus two and a half. For one and a half units. NC State money line for one and a half. New Mexico State plus four and a half for just a unit. And Rice plus 14 and a half for just a unit. So, again, spreading the wealth a little bit, but also diversifying our portfolio here a little bit. Not putting all of our eggs in one basket. Yep. I like we are it. We're going to have a weird NFL card because that's what we're going to roll into. Um, let's kick it off. This Thursday night game, the game tonight, if you're listening to this when it releases, is ugly. The only thing going to be keeping me in this game is $3 beers and buy one, get one boneless wings. Yep. That's about it. And we'll probably leave it at time again. I actually have a pick on this in this in this game. I don't love it. Can't it's wait to hear least, it. It's my least favorite, favorite, favorite pick of the week. It's Carolina plus three and a half. I, I mean, wanted Tyler to take Bajan it. is starting, so. That's what I'm saying. So uh, it, it's literally a gut bet. Uh, Bears without fields outside of that one game where Bajan started. He's, I think, I think that was a flash in the pan. Again, a rally around a guy we've never played with before. Kind of like, you know, you fire a coach and got a new interim head coach, Vegas style. You rally around him for one week. They looked like shit last week with him. I mean, let's be honest. He got exposed. He's a D2 quarterback for a reason. Um, and to be me, to be fair, like I, I think Carolina's playing – better as of late look at the game last week if bryce young does not throw two pick sixes i think they could beat in indy i mean because it was 27 to 13 they lost by two touchdowns and bryce young threw two pick sixes um i don't think he does that against the bears and i just think they're the overall better team as of right now and the bears have a lot more like they have no reason to win like if they the more they lose they can end up literally end up with one two in the draft um because they do have Car- Carolina's pick. Well, I was so. going to say that's that's almost more incentive for um, the Panthers to win is to try to keep. But the that's Bears also more getting the number one Bears pick to win. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Or maybe it's not is- because then they'll both have the same record, and then no matter what, they're going to get a one-two. You know, <laughs> a little yeah. one-two punch. Tough. So, no. I've looked at this it's, game multiple different ways. I've looked at it in a way that we bet against the Bears, against the Commanders on prime time earlier on in the year, and the and the Bears won. Get granted, it was the Dick Butkus day he right. died. Yeah, but that's what scared me. That's what hindered me from taking the Panthers. It's just two ugly teams that I wish we didn't even have the the wherewithal to even try to bet on being a <laughs> prime game. You know what would be a good bet in this game is if you could parlay, and you probably can, the over a half interception for both quarterbacks. For I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm sure you can. I'm not going to do it, but that, like I said, I, the, like Travis said, uh, uh, before we even started recording, the NFL site's gross this week. It's very gross. Um, and this was one of my four picks. It's my least favorite of the four. So take that with what you will that I, that I, that I came to the table with. All right. 
There you go. This was one of my my next pick is one that I like again was a favorite of mine, but also not a favorite because the NFL slate's gross, but it is the Germany game on Sunday morning. It's the Colts minus one and a half versus the Patriots. Also, I'm gonna leave this up to you guys in determining which one we take. I, I think we all know the Colts are the better team. I like the Colts minus one and a half against the Pats. Mm-hmm. Their defense has been pretty stout. Um, Colts have have struggled here and there to move the ball. So I like the Colts minus one and a half against that, but I'm going to go into a deep dive on another portion. Overseas games this year, I, as we all know, have started off rough, have been rough for the majority of the part. Specifically, I'm eyeing, I'm eyeing first quarter here. We're going week by week, first quarter points. 7, 11, 9, and 7. Taking the fact the teams that have played. New England's first quarter points this season have averaged 2.6 points in the first quarter. Indianapolis have averaged 5 points. I like the first quarter under 8.5 here in Germany. I like it. Yeah. That is a punt, a touchdown drive, and then you got to think unless they get into red zone territory fast. That's what I'm saying. Like, no one's, no one's pressure, no one's pressuring to get that extra. Because, like, you, it's like we're going into halftime here. Exactly. Spoiler I also have a first quarter bet on my card this week. So, I, I love the deep dive, looking outside the box. That's what's helped us in the NFL. I like that. Like, I could see the Colts not to, not to, uh, you know, kind of be punny here, but I could see them punting this game away and accidentally losing it and, you know, not meaning to. Um, so I do like the first quarter under here. I like that because these overseas games started off slow. They started off slow. Even the, mm-hmm. like I said, the, the first, the first week was seven points in the first quarter. That was, fuck, I can't remember because I didn't write Falcons. it down. It was the Falcons. I think it was the Falcons. It was Falcons, Jags. Second week was Jags Bills, which they scored 11. Third week was, I think it might have been the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then we, and then us last week. And then, the, and then the Chiefs Dolphins only scored seven points in Germany last week in the first quarter. Yeah. I like it. So, so all right. I like that. I mean, I like the one and a half, too. Like, I, that, I was looking at that and put it on there, but. I, I, if I have to lean aside for a card, I do like the first quarter under eight and a half. I think that's that's an intriguing bet, and it's always nice to you're you're gonna you're gonna win or lose a, win bet. a game. You can first win a bet in twenty minutes. <laughs> yep, first fucking you 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 know whether you're gonna have a good day Bef- or a bad day at night. Before I even put fucking creamer in my coffee, I could have won yeah. a bet. <laughs> All right, well that leads me into my first pick of the day. Um, I don't think either of you guys are gonna like this pick, just to be honest. Um, but I'm going to throw it out there. Um, it's a Sunday at noon game. We talked about both of these teams during our power rankings, which is where I decided that neither of you would like this. Um, it's the we'll New Orleans at Minnesota game. Um, well, I know, but we specifically talked about these two teams in a little more detail. Um, New Orleans at Minnesota, Sunday at noon. Um, New Orleans are two and a half point favorites, but I like Minnesota money line here at home. They've been on the road for the last two weeks. Um, I know we talked about the Saints playing a lot better. I know we talked about Josh Dobbs being, you know, the brand new quarterback, not being Kirk Cousins. 
Um, but I think that coming back home, having a week under his belt to fully practice, knowing that he is the starter this yeah. week, I think this is kind of one of their their last uh, – they play the Bears and the Broncos the next two weeks after this. But I think that the end of their season will start to go downhill. I don't think that it starts here, though. Um, I think at home, money line, plus 130, it's good juice. Um, I don't hate it, to be honest. I just like I, really I just don't. like them better than I like the Saints at this point in time. I don't hate it. And I know I said, I, I, you know, the Saints have thought they're playing better football as of late, but I think there's something about, for whatever reason we've seen it all year long, teams rallying around Josh Dobbs. It seems that that, that team likes him a lot. And this is more of like not looking at the numbers, just like a gut feel of like, hey, I think this team can do something with this quarterback. Um, so yeah, I can't say I hate it. I don't know if it'll make the card, but I, I, this is another I, reason why I really liked it too. Um, which it's a dumb reason. I'm gonna just say that out loud. Is when it comes to this dude learning like playbooks and things like that. If there's one quarterback that I would trust to be able to learn a playbook in a week, it's Josh Dobbs because he's a goddamn rocket scientist. Like this From dude yeah. learns so much information, like and and just brings it all in i have to imagine that he has studied that thing front and back side to side and probably will have it down not now again you can study the playbook all you want study the schemes and still not have the talent that kirk cousins does i think we know that but will it be enough to win in this game i think so yeah can't say i hate it okay jared i'm I'm up again sweet um i got a first half bet uh, since I started looking at these, my first half bets are three and one, so I can put them out. Um, this is not a first half spread. This is a first half total. Ethan might like this one. It's Packers Steelers first half under 18 and a half. This is Dang even, <laughs> this is even money, even money. Listen, and I, I didn't just pull this like, Oh, that looks tricky. Packers first half unders this year are six, one and one. And the Steelers are five and three. Listen, the Steelers could go out there and score 17 points on the Packers. I don't think the Packers are going to score more than a fucking field goal against the Steelers' defense. I really don't. I really don't see it happening. Hopefully um, not, because it's 17-3 that hit the over. Yeah, well, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that the Steelers could. I don't think this. I don't think the Steelers. I mean, the Packers' defense has been decent this year, um, even after losing some pieces. Um, I just saw the even money juice in the fact that. It's, Packers first half hunters are six one and one. Steelers are five and three on the year. Eighteen and a half. That gives you enough cushion for two touchdowns and a field goal. And we've seen how many NFL games going to halftime being fucking seven three, ten nothing, seventeen or seventeen three. I know that that would hit the over there. But I'm saying we've seen a lot of <laughs> low scoring games going into halftime, and then the second half kind of throttles it up a little bit. I can see that happening here. Um, so that's why I had it on my card. The even money is just too hard for me to stay away from two. So I didn't have this on my card, but um, one thing that stood out to me with this game specifically is we saw how bad the Packers played against Max Crosby. And you've got a banged up O-line and now you have to play TJ Watt. Um, and they, could not, they literally could not move the ball against the Raiders. And it was solely, in my opinion, maybe not solely, but very 90% of it was because of Max Crosby. And now you're going into TJ Watt. I think that the Packers have been allergic to scoring in the first half all year long, specifically the first quarter. I think that that will continue here because of that defensive line and the offensive line struggles. Um, So I don't hate that at all. 
All right. Fair enough. Don't hate it either. Uh, one of my next picks is the Giants at the Cowboys. This spread. might be one of the biggest <laughs> spreads I've ever seen in the NFL. It's the <clears> biggest <throat> spread, I think, since like week 11, 2021 or something like that I saw today. Or maybe it was just it last year. I don't know. Either way. It is 16. But tell me what you guys think about this one. It is the Cowboys team total over 27 and a half. I mean, we've seen them just pour she it on on it. bad teams. They've already they lost to them the first game of the season, forty to nothing. Yeah, yeah. And they let how out. many times have the Giants allowed more than four touchdowns in a game this year? They let out they let out twenty eight to the Cardinals. Right after that, thirty to the Niners, twenty four to the Seahawks. So that one didn't hit. Thirty one to the Dolphins. And they've kind of they've kind of reeled in a little bit, but they're playing teams that are on the downslide. Bills fourteen, Commanders seven, Jets ten, Raiders thirty. Yeah, I feel like the Cowboys are due for a big game after that game last week too. It's a big get back spot for them. We're gonna I'm gonna like too much. We're doing throwing way too much out there. Quarters and halves and team totals <laughs> and fucking put a unit on everything, bitch. Um, no, I like it. Well, I'll do something super fucking simple for you then to make it a little easier. Um, oh, I have yeah, one the, more pick. So that'll make it easy. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I have the Cleveland at Baltimore game, the Ravens versus the Browns. Um, <clears throat> well, is that thumbs up uh, pointing upwards or like a, you like it? Yeah, uh, the under in the game, 100%, yep. 38 and yep. a half. Um, yep. And a big too. reason for me is the the first game uh, they beat them twenty seven to three one it wouldn't have hit the under um, two that's not going to happen again um, I'm not saying that the Browns are going to beat the Ravens by any stretch of the measure but they these are two really good defenses and even if Baltimore does find a way to run away with this game again I don't think that it's going to be some thirty eight to three blowout by any stretch of the measure sixty um, percent of the money sorry sixty percent of the bets are on Jesus Christ, got it backwards. 88% of the bets are on the over, but only 60% of the money is, um, which tells me that um, a lot of people are taking the over, but a lot of the sharps are are hitting the under. Um, so there's there's well. also a, a stat. It usually doesn't start till December, but I think it applies this game because we're starting to creep up on it. We're divisional games. The unders hit, a, a hit at a 60% rate. This is a huge time divisional defensive throwdown here. Um, this is on my card too. The under 38 and a half in the Browns Ravens game. So all right. Yeah. So that was I'm assuming that was your next pick. It was. Uh, I have I have I have I've can I can I, I have one more? It's in the same game. And I'm just gonna throw it out there. The first quarter bet. Ravens minus a half in the first quarter. It's even money. Did you like my minus a half pick on Monday night football? Is that what I did? You? I did. I did, <laughs> and I started to look at it more. The Ravens are seven and two against the spread in the first quarter this year. Best in the league. Browns are one and seven. <laughs> Here's the one thing that scares me about that: so the Ravens don't score on their first possession. There, it's not hitting. Yeah, true. So well, there we go. We like we, we like the under better. I just had to throw it out there. That was my fourth pick. I'm done. Okay, uh, I'm not even going to put my next pick out there. I'm done. So then he's <laughs> got his last one. I didn't. I didn't no. love it. Um, 
I'll tell you all right now, I will still probably bet it because I think this team comes out, fires around the quarterback. They're one and eight. I like the Cardinals money line at home against the Falcons. Did I? I'm, I I mean, I don't hate that pick. Did did we skip me or something? Because I have two picks left, and I only did four. So I don't know if we just, like, ring around the rosy, but. No, because Travis only gave up three, and you had the same one as me, and I gave, gave, gave up my fourth one. So Fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll rattle off. I actually don't hate that, though, Trav. I mean, yeah. teams, we, we always talk about it, right? There's always games where, like, well, this team's going to lose. This team's going to lose. And then suddenly they're 0-16. And teams aren't going to – or 0-17, I guess. Teams aren't going 0-17. I, I can't see the Cardinals going 1-16. They got to win at some point. So I don't, I don't hate well, that. we had them at the beginning of the year over three and a half wins. I remember we loved that pick. Well, we so, also – weren't we expecting yeah, Tyler the whole season, though? Yeah, we weren't. We but were. still, yeah. Um, but it could, it could kick into gear. I, I don't hate it. All right. I'll give you my next two. I'll just rattle them off super fast. Um, I had the San Francisco at Jacksonville game and I love Jacksonville plus three here. Um, San Francisco has been on the downswing. We can't argue that Oh, San Francisco had a buy because so did Jacksonville. Um, so they've both had plenty of time to prepare for this game, but Jacksonville's at home. Um, take I the three points and give shove them up line. your ass. I'll take money line too. I did the three points to be safe. If we want to do Depot's money line. Back. Ebo's back. I don't give don't a shit. Care. <laughs> I, I for a unit, I, it's worth it. It's worth. I think. I think for a unit, might as well. Um, if they were in San Francisco, sure, but they're not. They're at home. They're, they're in Duval. Coming off a bye, they've had one. plenty of time to prepare. But either way, um, and also just really fast too, Chase Young. You know they got him. Yes, but they're gonna have to try to work him into their schemes and everything. A lot of. Not a lot of learning curve, sorry, but a game to have a learning curve, I think, is also an important note. Either way, last one was the New York Jets at the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night. I didn't write it down. Sunday, Sunday night, Sunday night, yeah, Sunday night football. Um, I, it's another under for me. It's the under of thirty six and a half. Um, big reasons, kind of similar to what I talked about. Good defense is not great offenses. Of what I also talked about with, um, well. Cleveland's not a great offense. Baltimore was. I digress. I'll go back to this game. Um, I think neither of these teams have great offenses, but both the, well, but the Jets have a really good defense. The Raiders aren't going to score on the Jets. The Jets are definitely not going to score on the Raiders because of Robert Sala and his coaching. Um, under 36 and a half. Another big note is that 16% of the bets are on the under, but 69% nice is on uh, of the money is on the under. So you said 36 and a half? Yes. Well, it's very low. Very low. This, All right, so this, the, 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 this was a game where I saw a joke on Twitter. It said they're pumping up the the Raiders Jets Sunday night football. They're like, go ahead and tell your girl Sunday night this week is a is a is a movie night. So because uh, <laughs> no one wants to watch yeah. this fucking game. Yeah, no, I will not be right. watching. So I've already I've pre allocated units here. Okay, okay. I'm gonna roll them through. At the end, if you like what I have, we have a unit and a half left. Okay, so I've got. Uh, Germany game under eight and a half first quarter. That's at a unit and a half. Vikings money line for a unit at plus 130. The Packers Steelers first half under 18 and a half. I got that at two units. Cowboys team total over 27 and a half for just a unit. I got the Ravens Browns under 38 and a half for two. You're, you said and the Jags. No. I mean, what? You didn't. No, I didn't. And the Jags money line for one. That leaves us at eight and a half. 
so so rip that off again. So yeah. So yeah. Jesus that Christ. One, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Germany under eight and a half first quarter, a unit and a half. Bikes money line a unit. Ravens Browns under thirty eight and a half two units. What, what was the other ones? You missed half of them. Packers <laughs> Steelers first half. Your pick under yeah. eighteen and a half for two. Cowboys over twenty seven and a half for one. And the Jags money line for one. I mean, you said that leaves us with one. Oh, a unit and a half. We had the Panthers and then that Sunday night over, which is the only ones we hadn't taken so far. I miss I miss, I miss one. I miss I miss the other unit and a half, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to write all these down to change there's only one unit and a half bet here. It is the it is the Germany game under in the first quarter. What was the other? So Jags money line. So I got Germany under eight and a half first quarter. Oh my God. Vikings money line. <laughs> I'm writing these down. You're going too fast. I'm trying to write them down. That's what after the show's for. Packers Steelers first half under. Got that one too. Two. Cowboys yep. over twenty seven and a half for one. Okay, there you go. That's, Ravens that's Browns. <laughs> Under for two. Um, we don't have any three-unit picks this week, do we? Jags do we, for one. Do we want to make something three units or no? Do we feel like that's... We can't. Uh, we could. We could make oh. one of the ones we have into three. The only ones would be the Ravens, Browns under, or the Pittsburgh Packers under. Are there percent. three games that we just really like money line this week that we could just do a parlay at the end for a unit and a half? I don't know if we I don't know if we want to put like a unit and a half on these last two because I don't I feel like with the picks two of us were like eh and the other person was like I could there was no consensus like yeah we should do that one but if there were like three teams that we just like were like I like a money line this week we could throw them into a parlay that's fair go Bengals okay okay. I know that I know the Cowboys are minus sixteen, but how you guys are up. But is it is it stupid to put a minus sixteen hundred team in a parlay? Minus twelve hundred on DraftKings. It sounds way better than what's on FanDuel. So yeah, it's sixteen hundred for you too. Uh, and then what about what about Buffalo? I, there's no there's no way they lose to to Denver, right? They are at home on Monday night. That's true. That makes it minus one eighteen. What if we took so, out? the Cowboys and put in the Seahawks. That's plus 120. Plus 134. That way we get out the big... There it the is. Big, there it is. The big one. There All it right. is. Hey, didn't we win our, like... Or maybe we didn't. I was going to say a few weeks ago, remember when we did the stupid, the, the garbage pail parlay and it either almost it was hit, so it hit or whatever. It was so close. I was like, we also, I mean, you liked the Cardinals money line. We could throw in like one do- other dog money line and the fucking Minnesota. They're plus 130. <laughs> no, we already have them straight up. So we'll keep it at plus 134 and keep it all right, back. All right, all right. Maybe try to test our luck next because the NFL is the one, the one this is the league that we're doing. Yeah. We're riding that fine line of plus negative. All right, so we got another seven, seven, gamer and if you guys hadn't heard for the previous four times me telling jared i will rattle it off once again it is the germany game under eight and a half first quarter for a unit and a half is the vikings plus 130 for a unit 
Packers Steelers first half under 18 and a half for two units. Cowboys over 27 and a half for one. Ravens Browns under 38 and a half for two. Going Jags money line for one in a parlay of Bengals, Bills, Seahawks for a unit and a half. Right. Take me home to country roads. Let's do it. Bang, bang. Um, do, do we want to do anything else? Before we get out of here, let's do it. It's almost 11 o'clock. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.